It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5740. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872. The builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark. Home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook. America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.com. US. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. now. Uh, KT on a Friday football fiasco. That's right because we've got some football we're going to start off the show with in just a little bit with Russell Baxter, uh, NFL football guru, going to join me for a little bit. PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. That's where we are Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And of course, Wednesday night live at Steiner's Pub, 1750 North Buffalo. Great show in store for you. Uh, going up to 10 o'clock, producer Mark Hoke, he's going to uh, be with me the last hour and 20 minutes, and uh, we're going to get into a lot of playoff action, NBA, NHL, lots of games going right now, games already in the books. Knicks looking good. I gave you the Knicks last night, said minus the two. I actually dropped down to one and a half, and the Knicks blew out Cleveland, take a 2-1 lead in that series. We'll get to the entire Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. I think you'll recognize uh, some of the music, the bumper music. Uh, it's been a common theme here, so uh, hopefully you guys are getting on the bandwagon there and making some money. We are rocking and rolling here. 101.5 FM Dawn streaming live on that Odyssey app. PSBR Lost Studios again in Las Vegas. It's now the fourth year with PSBR Law here in the Vegas Valley here in Clark County. Over $4.5 billion between Southern California and here in Southern Nevada the last four and a half years for their clients in verdicts and settlements. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice. You know the 702 for Vegas. 830-9353, Jot the number down. May not need it now. May need it in the future. 830-9353. All right. Uh, again, get to all the scores. I will update you. The LA Kings are up one nothing after one in their game at home against Edmonton. 2-1 to Minnesota leads Dallas. 10-20 to go second period. The Wild and the Stars all tied at a game apiece. Get to the finals. Did have an NHL playoff record tonight. Uh, back east in one of the Eastern Division, Eastern Conference games, and uh, we'll get to that. Again, NBA playoffs as well, Major League Baseball, but NFL Draft is coming up on Thursday from Kansas City, and anytime I can get the NFL football guru, Russell Baxter, i got to grab him because this guy gets up early, and so i got to make sure I get him because three-hour time difference. Russ, appreciate uh, really appreciate you stopping by, Russell, and uh, lots going on, and I just got to get your take on some of these uh, quarterbacks that everybody's talking about because I've heard you know mixed things, and I'm just wondering where you're thinking some of these guys are going, but first of all, always great to have you. Welcome back to SportsX Radio. 
Well, thanks, Ken. I hope things are going well. And uh, yeah, it's, it, the smoke screens are out. Um, you know, we already had uh, the trade uh, a month ago, really, with Carolina coming up here and taking the top spot. I, I think they've zeroed in on someone. But then again, um, you know, did the classic make me an offer I can't refuse? Uh, you know, could someone want to come up uh, and uh, take somebody? Um, and the Panthers accumulate more picks. I mean, this is a team that's been down on its luck for quite a while. They've been in the pan- playoffs since 2017. Uh, interesting fact about the Carolina Panthers, been around since 1995, have never had back-to-back winning seasons, which I know sounds incredible. But remember those years where they were in the playoffs with Cam Newton, uh, the one year they won the division with a 7-8-1 and one record. So uh, just a little idiosyncrasy there you got Frank Reich as the new head coach uh, again a team that's really been uh, you know they made you know they played well when Steve Wilkes took over last year um, very competitive uh, but still below 500 but you know you, you look at what's going on with Arizona which looks like uh, it's hard to make out what exactly they're doing Ken in terms of free agency and so on uh, the Colts you know fell on their face last year uh, after you know getting Matt Ryan and then their defense completely fell apart as well, um, you know that, the mistake led the league in turnover. So you got these four teams at the top of the draft uh, that could probably all use a quarterback. And you know we've seen years where you know uh, three quarterbacks have gone in the top three. I don't think we've ever seen four quarterbacks go in the top four. But I I, I get the feeling that. When you look at Carolina, Houston, Arizona, and Indianapolis, I wouldn't be surprised that that order changes sometimes Thursday night. If you had a preference, your personal preference, if you were picking first, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, I know Stroud has the, the prototypical big size, pretty good speed. We didn't see him run near as much as some of the other quarterbacks. Bryce Young, a smaller guy, got to watch him play high school ball over there at Modern Day, especially when they went against uh, St. John Bosco, and uh, so always some good matchups there with those two teams. But your take, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? Bryce Young, very cerebral guy, understanding that you know size could be a factor, especially watching Tua get flung around like a ragdoll a couple games last year. So I know that's a concern for some of the GMs when they look at Bryce Young, but very smart young man, and if you take advantage of the rules – and get outside that tackle box when you're in trouble. But that's a whole thing. you got to get your, your feet wet as far as you know, getting used to the speed from all the defensive players in the league. So you're just hoping that you don't get uh, blindsided or, or hit with a hit that can knock you out for a season uh, prior to learning and getting everything under your belt. Well, I mean, it's, it, it, I think it depends on what you're looking for. More importantly, Ken, it depends on what the rest of your supporting cast is as well. So, I mean, you know, obviously the size has been a, a question mark the last couple of years around the league. Um, you know, going back to, to Russell Wilson, um, you know, now we have Jalen Hurts, who had a great Super Bowl and so on. But, you know, he, he got dinged up a little. Lamar Jackson has not finished the season the last two years. He was league MVP in 2019. But then again, you know, this is also a league that we are, that we are seeing teams uh, take their chances with different players um, and almost, you know, it's almost like one and done to a degree. I mean, think about this, and this is what veteran players can. 
think about what we have seen with Tampa Bay and the Rams uh, over the last couple of years, okay? Um, the, the Rams lost 12 games this year. The, the worst performance ever by a defending Super Bowl champion. They look like they're ready to gut things. Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady is gone now, but they made a lot of wholesale changes as well. Um, you know, I, I think some GMs are willing to take the chance and knowing the new rules of the game and knowing the, listen, knowing the evolution of the quarterback position as well, um, whereas size isn't mattering as much. And then, and your quarterback is on the move as well. I mean, you look, look at Justin Fields in Chicago, set a new rookie record for rushing yards by a quarterback in the season. The game has changed over these last couple of years, even more so than in the previous years. So um, again, Quarterbacks more on the move, league willing to protect them. Um, I, I, I don't know if I prefer any prefer Stroud over Young or Young over over Stroud. I think it's just depending on how you're building your team. And I'm not trying to give you a cop out answer, but um, you know, it, it, who, who's the think of it this way? <clears throat> who's really the quarterback? with the prototypical size that we saw years and years and years ago. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is kind of a tall and, and lanky guy. You know, Joe Burrows, for as good as he was, listen, Joe Burrow fits a lot of dynamics in terms of the size that you're looking for, and look what happened to him in his rookie year. He got hurt. So I, 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 I don't know if you can really say that the size is a concern. I'm not saying you're wrong. The size is certainly a concern for some people, but the way they play football right now, spreading out the field, mm-hmm. um, and 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 by the way, one of the things you're seeing with spreading out the field, Ken, is that the running backs are making a big comeback because with the preoccupation of of, of a quarterback who can move, it opens up things for the running back. I mean, we went from I think seven thousand yard rushers in 2021 to 16. A year ago, you know, Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing. I just mentioned Justin Fields. So, again, to answer your question, (laughs) I don't know I have a preference over one over the other. Um, I think you just got to surround these guys with as many good football players. So, you know as well as I won, this is not a one-man league, no matter how good your quarterback is. Um, You know, Patrick Mahomes had a great year especially one actually one of the greatest years a quarterback has ever had. If you combine his rushing and his passing yards and so on. Remember Patrick Mahomes was a Super Bowl MVP. Correct me if I'm wrong. He didn't even throw for 200 yards in the game. Yeah, correct. No doubt he uh, was outplayed, I thought, in that game. But, you know, Kansas City ends up winning the Super Bowl. Russell, something that uh, that I've always wondered over the last several years, why teams don't work on this. I mean, I get it. The game's changed and the speed and spread guys out. And you're looking for, you know, running backs that can receive the ball out of the backfield and all well and good. Mm-hmm. But when teams get to the one-yard line, the two-yard line, I'm tired of watching teams not get in with four downs to make two yards. They can't do it because they're running everything from the shotgun. So even when they line up the running backs next to the quarterback, that's all well and good when you're on the one-yard line. By the time the quarterback hands off the ball to the running back, he needs three or four yards, so it's no longer uh, you know, a first and goal from the one. To me, it's absolutely ridiculous why teams do not get a bigger package in there and work on just – 
plowing in the end zone. We remember back in the, you know, the 80s and 90s and the Sam Van Cunninghams and guys like that, the up and over, the top. I mean, it was almost automatic when teams got to the one-yard line that they were going to score a touchdown. And I get it. The game's changed. But why can't you put that wrinkle in there? You know, with the uh, you know with the rosters you have, is it is it something that you're just not allowed to do because we don't want anybody to get hurt? We don't want it to be that physical of a game inside the five yard line. Well, I think yes and no. I, I, with the way you uh, asked that question and so on, and here's something to keep in mind: there has been a lot of physicality that has come out of the league. I think it is one of the big culprits to use that word is the fact that there's less contact in training camps and so on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, where is – think about around the league. And, you know, listen, Philadelphia was as good as anyone on the offensive line this year, okay? Um, But, you know, we're now in an era where, uh, you know, you're seeing guys who run to the goal line get an assist from their running back. You know, guys getting carried into the end zone, guys getting pushed into the end zone. Mm-hmm. That physicality on the offensive line, Ken, is slowly but surely kind of dissipating because you're not allowed to really practice being a physical offensive line as much as you want to or as much as you used to. I think that's why offenses, for the most part, there's obviously exceptions and so on, but you think about how teams come out of the gate now in, in, in September and they're not your offensive line. A lot of times now, especially if you make wholesale changes on it and bring in a lot of guys, there's a lack of cohesion because these guys don't get to practice as much as they used to be able to practice. And an offensive line is around built around toughness. It's built around cohesion. I remember working with Marty Schottenheimer, uh, late great, and he told us in a meeting once when I was working with him, he could coach any position on the field, according quarterback. He said, but offensive line was a different beast, basically, and you don't get a chance anymore. I mean, guys are more on the offensive line, I think there's more of a concern. You see, you just mentioned about getting your quarterback hurt in size and so on. That's the concern, I think, now for a lot of coaches is pass blocking. And pass blocking is a whole different mentality other than run blocking. Okay? So, uh, to answer again, to answer your question, you're absolutely spot on. It's not even a matter of one, these guys to get hurt, I think it really begins with the fact that we have cut down on the ability to build a really formidable offensive line that is more run blocking oriented than pass blocking oriented. And the, not the rules of the game, but the rules of preparation for lack of a better word are, are the thing that have hindered it. That is a good point. At Bax Football Guru on Twitter, at Pro Football Guru on Instagram, he is Russell Baxter. Take a quick break. SportsX Radio on a Friday football fiasco, talking some NFL draft. I'll get into some suspensions later. 
Guys don't learn. They want to gamble on football. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Several guys going to miss that 2023 season. Some other guys going to miss at least six games. We'll talk about that later in the show. Also, plenty of NBA, NHL action, and, of course, Major League Baseball full scoreboard. Lots of overnight lines. Lots going on on a Friday football fiasco. Russell Baxter will get him out of here by 1130 Eastern time, 830 Pacific. So we'll take a quick little break. Come back. Mark Hoke running the show. Don't forget the Mark Hoke Show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. You like professional wrestling. You will love the Mark Hoke Show, and I think you'll recognize some music later on in this hour. We are live from Vegas, 101.5 FM KDON, streaming live on that Odyssey app, live PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. You're listening to SportsX Radio. Oh, yeah. Mark Hope spinning the hits on a Friday football fiasco. KT live. Russell Baxter with us as we finish up a couple more minutes with Russ and uh, NFL draft a week from yesterday. So Thursday night, it'll start up in Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs do have a first round pick, but several teams have a couple picks, including the Lions, the Eagles and the Texans. Russell, what are you expecting from this draft from those Houston Texans? Because they got a lot of work to do, but uh, they have uh, they've stockpiled some picks. Yeah, they have, and that wasn't the case, obviously, a couple of years ago and so on when they were, you know, kind of dealing away their first-round draft choices uh, and so on. But, you know, the thing that stands out to me, Nick, about the offseason for the Texans, if you know, it's less about the draft, and don't get me wrong, you know, they got the second overall pick, you know, they're still reaping the benefits, per se, of trading Deshaun Watson and so on. But the amount of free agents, you know, we saw them a couple of years ago when they kind of gutted things. They signed a lot of free agents, but not necessarily a lot of big names. It was more just a lot of bodies, for lack of a better word, and all due respect to the men who, who went to play. A lot of them, you know, aren't still around even two years later. But the quality of the free agents they brought in this year, there's a sense that there's a lot of excitement surrounding D'Amico Ryans, uh, the new head coach. Um, obviously a former Texans player, but also did a hell of a job with the San Francisco 49ers since Robert Sala left in mm-hmm. terms of that defense and so on. So a nice blend of veterans and youth. Um, I, I think they're the one, one of the most fascinating teams to keep an eye on in this draft. And I don't know how much wheeling and dealing Nick Casario is going to do, uh, but I will say this, and you know, you know the Bears who've done whatever they've done and so on, Atlanta's had a very interesting offseason. Again, they've got Calais Campbell and Johnu Smith and so on. Here's something to keep in mind, Ken, and for people who follow this league and know how topsy-turvy it can be. Last year, we saw four teams that finished last in the NF in their standings, in their divisions, make the playoffs the following year. That's half of the – there's only eight last-place teams, Ken. Four of them went to the playoffs last year, including the Jaguars, who had been down on their luck since, you know, since 2018 and so on. So in that division where, you know, I know Jacksonville won it last year, but they were 9-8, and eight. Uh, there was also a team the Texans beat last year too. So uh, I'll be very interested to see what – I'll be very interested to see – what the Lions do as well. That was another team that finished strong. Of course, 
you know, there was a lot of big, a lot of news surrounding Alliance today as well, as you have already alluded to. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Real quick before I let you get out of here. Uh, yeah, by the way, the Houston Texans busy with Dalton Schultz coming over, Robert Woods, Noah Brown already working on those skill position players mm-hmm. like you're alluding to. Uh, but the Raiders got a lot of work to do. They bring in Jimmy G, got Hoyer as the backup, uh, still have Chase Garbers there. So I don't think they're going to go quarterback unless something uh, fell to them that they didn't expect. Uh, probably secondary player, maybe even trade down. Uh, your take as far as the Raiders, because they've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, lost a lot of close games last year, but Kansas City continues to excel and continues to tweak a Super Bowl champion roster. So, of course, the draft is there in KC. Uh, Denver bringing over Sean Payton. So you expect potentially Russell Wilson maybe to be able to improve on what he did last year or didn't do last year there in Denver. And, of course, the Chargers with Herbert. So an uphill climb for the Raiders, especially in the AFC West. And talking about teams going from last to first, well, Raiders didn't finish last, but darn close to it. And, uh, you know, it was a tough year here in Vegas. Your take on what the Raiders do in this draft and what are you expecting? Do you expect them to use that number seven pick or to trade down or – uh, use it on a secondary player because I've heard, you know, the uh, the kid from Oregon and the kid from Illinois, a couple uh, good, solid secondary players, they may look there first. Well, I hope so because this, this is a team that is screaming for defensive help and has been screaming it for actually more, you know, about a decade. And, I mean, you, you, you go back to 2016, um, which was the, the year before, 2021 that they had last made the playoffs and of course Derek Carr got hurt late in the year and then hurt them when they played the playoff game in Houston and so on but that team was loaded on offense um, and they had the defensive player of the year Khalil Mack Mm -hmm. in 2016 and their defensive unit still gave up as many offensive touchdowns as the offense scored so this is a team that I don't think is ranked in the top 10 defensively since 2012 um, that seems to be their bigger issue. Uh, if they are planning on trading down, I hope it is for defense. I'd love to see them really dedicate their their whole draft, or almost all of it, to the defensive side of the ball. We know Josh McDaniels can find a way to score points. Okay, He's got quarterbacks there who are more than familiar with his system. Okay, But what about some defensive help? I don't care how good you are on offense. Um, this league is still predicated on the fact that every once in a while you have to stop someone. I mean, listen, we just saw we just saw a team score 35 points in the Super Bowl and lose. Mm-hmm. Okay, that team had a, a 10 point lead at halftime. All right, so and that was a team that had 70 sacks during the regular season, Ken. But defensively, they couldn't get the job done when they had to in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're squeezing some lemon juice in the open womb of my uh, uh, oh. my, pr- my producer over there, Mark Hoke, big Eagles fan from Philly area. So, uh, But uh, thanks for bringing back great memories from last year for him. But it was a great season, and I'm glad Hertz got the extension. Well-deserved. And you've got a 6 a.m. Uh, wake-up call, my man. You've got to be somewhere early tomorrow, so I'm going to let you go. But I'd love to check in with you again when you have some more time after the draft so we can kind of go forward and continue to talk to you as we head into the preseason and into the regular season. Russell, you're always accommodating with your time. Really appreciate you stopping by. No problem. Enjoy the draft, and we will talk soon. You got it. My good pal, Russell Baxter. And uh, always taking time. And, again, he's back east. That's the tough thing about having an 8 o'clock Pacific time show. You know, a lot of times you're catching these guys, and if they've got an early 
uh, appointment on the following day. It's tough to keep them for too long, but he always takes time out for SportsX Radio. Pre- uh, Preventative Diagnostics Center, I want to get that in there because I've had several of my buddies uh, head down there. Dem- demographically, 40 to 72 years age, of age, if you're there, you're fortunate because Dr. John Pierce has what's uh, you know very incredible machinery. It's a, it's a scanner, and there's only three of them in the United States, and we've got the only one in the region that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease and lung disease, and that includes the uh, myocarditis, the pericarditis. They've got the software to detect that, and that's key. And uh, you know what? 17% of those that have gone through the scanner over the last three and a half years, uh, they have had something wrong in one of the organs and something uh, that they've been able to address. I talked to Mike today from the Preventative Diagnostic Center. He had an abnormality in his blood work. They were able to find out that he had uh, cancer. He was able to combat it in an earlier stage, and, and that's why he works there. And there's another guy that works there as well. Same thing. Was they, they were able to catch this stuff early enough. And so that's why, you know what, I, I just tell you, get on down there. At least take a look at your heart. You can get all your organs scanned, but the special that they have as far as the heart, to get you down there to check things out and to feel comfortable knowing that your ticker's in good shape, you can get on down there and get the heart CT scan and calcium score. It's $125 for a $600 value, and then your significant other is absolutely free. So take advantage of that. It's very, very important that you do that. Guys, you don't want to be blindsided with the Widowmaker. Ladies, heart disease, number one killer of women in the United States. All the cancers combined, heart disease still exceeds that as far as killing women in the United States each and every year. So please give a call. You know the 702 for Vegas, 534-7900 is the number, 534-7900. Comfortable scan takes a few minutes. A few days later, you get a detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. I mean, it's very, very important to get that early detection because early detection is key. You get peace of mind when you take charge of your health. You can call the Preventative Diagnostic Center and set up that free educational consultation. You can leave a message now, 534-7900. Make sure you tell them Ken Thompson Sports X Radio sent you. PDCenterLV.com, PDCenterLV.com. You can go there, check out the scanner. They've got some other uh, FYI questions answered, but then when you get your consultation, you'll be able to ask any questions, and when you get down there, you know, take advantage of what you've got right here in your backyard. And so for you folks coming into Vegas, try and schedule something when you're going to be here. If you're going to be here for several days, try and see if you can't get something scheduled. It's not too far from the strip. 534-7900. And they take all these different risk factors into consideration uh, that you may have age, uh, whether or not you've used tobacco before, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or triglyceride levels, obesity, diabetes, family history of heart attack, lack of physical activity, or high stress level. And we know a lot of us have been stressed out with all the COVID stuff going on over the last several years. So please, folks, check it out. And that includes, I'm telling you, that includes the myocarditis and the pericarditis. And we're seeing a lot of that pop up. So, you know, please get on down there. 40 and 72 if you're between those ages get on down there see dr john pearson company they do an outstanding job ken thompson producer mark hoke the rest of the way on a friday football fiasco mark hoke you got a couple picks there with your philadelphia eagles in the first round what Uh are you looking what are you looking at as far as improving uh that super bowl roster well boy i'll tell you ken this is it's gonna be an interesting draft for the eagles because there's i think they're gonna go secondary on that first pick the question is gonna be who is it you know, and and you know, you got some guys that are, that might be coming off the board. I know who I would like to see. I want Joey Porter Jr. I, I that's the that's the guy that I think is going to be a super stud. But you have other guys um, 
looking at like Christian Gonzalez uh, is one. Uh, who else? I know there was another. Yeah, Gonzalez is a guy that's on the Raider, Raiders' radar, yeah. as is Devon, uh, Devon Witherspoon over there yeah. from Illinois. So those two guys, and most of the drafts have them going in the top seven picks. Uh, one of those two will go in the top seven. So you can have a choice potentially with that Eagles' first pick at number 10. Uh, but, you know, you, you may like the Eagles. They may trade down. They may, you know. this. Tr- I have a feeling this draft is going to be insane. I think there's going to be a lot of trading around depending on which who gets picked where. I agree. With you. I, it, this I just this year seems to me like it's going to be a mad mad scramble. It's going to be like draft day, Ken. I, I think. think I think Joey Porter Jr. is going to be there with that number ten pick if they indeed want them. You think he's good enough to take at number ten? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I I've seen some mock drafts where he goes earlier. See some he goes a little bit later. But it's it's going to be really competitive for some of those guys in the secondary, you know. And then you you know another name that's coming up for the Eagles is uh, Skaronsky, the uh, tackle from Northwestern. Yep. That's another guy the Raiders are looking at too. I'm sure you'd have to be. I mean this this guy looks like uh, you know all pro material here. So that's going to be one. And then uh, Bijan Robinson, I know, is on the Eagles' radar with the, with two picks. It's, and, Ken, I've seen him go anywhere from you know five or six down to slip into the bottom of the round. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is going to be very entertaining for everybody, I think. And and you know the quarterback scramble that's going to happen. Lord knows how that's going to turn out. I mean, what a it's going to be a wild night. Yeah, r- real quick. If you had a choice of Anthony Richardson, who's only played thirteen games there at Florida, we know athleticism wise and. And in the shorts and doing the somersaults and the flips and all that stuff, that's all well and good. But his accuracy has been absolutely pathetic at the collegiate level. He had one good game against Utah, the opener last year. I mean, as far as throwing the football. I mean, in the, in the SEC games that he played, not impressed at all. So I know, that, I know the potential's there. The ceiling is high. And then you take a guy who is coming off an injury, but a guy that transferred to the SEC last year and – you may have a, an opportunity with Hendon Hooker to be in that first mm-hmm. round. I, 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 I know he's coming off the ACL, but he's improved. Like that injury uh, recuperation has gone to the T. It's been outstanding. So I know he's 25 years old, too. But 25 years old, I don't care. If I can get the guy to play till he's 33, I'm okay with that. Right, I mean, we see Brady play till forty-five, but Brady's Brady. But, you know, at the end of the day, these guys are playing longer if they take advantage of the rules and stay healthy. What's your take on Hendon Hooker? What's your take on Anthony Richardson? I can't see Hooker moving up too high on the big board. Uh, Richardson, I, you know, first I watched, round though, first round for Hooker. Oh boy, it's it's marginal. I mean, I I just don't know if the teams at the bottom of the draft are really going to need one. You know, now could I see somebody maybe making a trade and try and sneak up and and get him late in the first round? Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you're coming off a knee injury, and yet, and he's an older. It's it's that's a tough call, but you know, as for Richardson, you know, I I got to tell you, Ken, I when I saw him play against Florida State, I was really impressed. I, I know the accuracy isn't quite there, but that's something you can work on. And if he gets in the right situation, you know, I, I like the guy. I I really think the the way the NFL quarterback position is going, he's the kind of guy that you want playing it. So, um, you know, I. I I 
I like Richardson. I guess I guess maybe I'm in the minority a little bit, but you know, I, I think he's going to well, be no, all right. Most most mock drafts have him going in the top ten, so you're not in the minority. I do respect Brad Powers more than most, and Brad Powers doesn't think he's going to make it. Yeah, so I we'll see. I think he's got a pretty good shot. So right. uh, I see the the one the one issue is is with you know with the the accuracy and everything. You know, is he worth a top ten pick? That's going to be the question. It's it's not a matter of how good you think he's going to be in that spot, but I think it's a matter of is he worth passing on some maybe better prospects to get him at ten. Like we saw that last, you know, with the the quarterback drafts last year, that everybody just kind of let him roll down to the second and third round. You know, you you needed a quarterback, but they weren't worth taking high in the draft. Okay, so, so I know this hits a sore spot for you because you're a North Dakota State guy, but Trey Lance, it's almost identical. Athleticism there. What happened? Shanahan trades three number ones to move up to grab Trey Lance. I know he got hurt last year, but I don't know. What was his problem? Not a lot of games under his belt collegiately and inaccuracy as a quarterback in the preseason and during uh, training camp. Well, you know, and, and I got to tell you, Ken, I've, I, I watched Trey play, and I he's he's got it. It's just a matter of time. And the, the kid is an unbelievable athlete. So I'm, I'm you, no one's going to push me off, Trey. He may end up playing somewhere else. I don't know. I, you know. Good, you know, San Francisco thinks they want to make a move and go with the with Purdy Gertie. Go, you know, knock yourself out, boys. But Trey Lance will be starting somewhere. I'll guarantee it. All right, we'll see because so the big difference between going FCS and NFL. Oh, and I and I agree. I mean, you know, you you know, Carson Wentz handled it well, and you know, I if if you you need to give the guy a little bit of time. It was, it, I mean, he he came up in such a unique circumstance. Because he he played his freshman year and he was absolutely lights out. He got to play that one game his sophomore year because of COVID, mm-hmm. and then you know sat out and didn't get to play for a, a year and a half, and then and then gets that terrible injury. So I mean, so it, he he got put in a weird development spot. But I'm telling you, the tools are there. All right, you will recognize the music when we come back from this break. Ken Thompson, producer Mark Hoke, follow at Mark Hoke Show on Twitter at Ken Thompson eighty seven no P and Thompson at SportsX Radio. You miss any part of the show, the archives are up. No commercials by 11 o'clock Pacific time. We'll talk some more NFL draft, but we're going to get you caught up on the Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. All the playoff action, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. We're live from Vegas, 101.5 FM, Dawn, streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. If you haven't downloaded it, what are you waiting for? Get it together. Download that sucker now. We're live from Vegas. We'll be right back. Something magic happens. Every time you go, you make the magic happen. The magic of Orioles baseball. When the game is close and the yokes are hot. Come on, guys, you know the words. There's a thundering roar Sing from along. 34 to give it all they got. And you never know who's going to hear the call. Ah, yeah, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's unreal. It's beautiful. Yeah, just, I'm just going to leave it play for a little bit. Yeah, yeah we'll dedicate it to you. Yeah, there's uh, more Larry verses. Reduce it. 
All right, yeah. no, no, no more verses yet. We'll get into that. Uh, oh, it just sounds to me. You hear that, Ken? Just, yeah, I hear it. You know, just like, like in the background, just light, you know, and just make you feel like you're sitting in front of a fireplace. There you go. You know, on a snowy night and got a cup of hot chocolate and an Orioles victory. There you go. On a snowy <laughs> night. Yes, beautiful. All right. Uh, dedicated to Larry Ragusa. Another guy didn't want to hear the Orioles anthem any longer, but when we're on the air Monday through Friday, if the Orioles win, that's the deal I have with Hoke. I can't believe you agreed to this for this season. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm I'm good with it because I told people, you want, you don't want to hear the song? Just bet on the Orioles every night that SportsX Radio's on, and then you won't mind listening to it because you'll look forward to listening to it. And it's even better. Don't even pay attention to the baseball like my buddy Dave Deneen. He doesn't even care. All he knows when he's listening to SportsX Radio between 8 and 10, if the old Orioles magic theme song comes on, he knows he wants some money. He uh, can a- add to his account. All right, so uh, I didn't see the game today. I know they want a close one. Kind of break it down. Then you had a little tidbit from the game as well. Yeah, Orioles went at 2-1, bottom of the ninth. They they were one pitch away from the third straight shutout. Uh, Batista gives up a single to Baez. Detroit ties the game, and then uh, the Orioles pick one up in the bottom of the ninth to win. But, Ken, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. So, Batista... Is in for the ninth to try and get the save, right? Right, right. He gives up the run. So the the game's tied. So it's a blown save. Then the Orioles score in the bottom of the inning, and Batista gets the win. Yeah. Now, Ken, do you think that a pitcher deserves to get a win in that situation? I mean, I understand they held the team to a point where they did not get a, get ahead in the game. But he didn't win the he his performance was a net negative. So shouldn't somebody else get the win in that spot? I hate that should rule. It just it should just be like a team win, right? Nobody gets the win. Not give it a to the starter. Wins. Like like well, no, no, you can't go back because it's got to be because it's got to be when the team won the game, who was pitching. So yeah, we've seen that. And there's many games in different sports where guys are victims of circumstance. Here, you're a victim of circumstance, but it works out for the good for you. See, I I think you should be able to go like like Tyler Wells pitched seven shutout innings tonight. Baker had a shutout inning in the eighth. One of those guys should get the win. They they kept them to zero. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I th- I think I I don't know. I always hated that, that you get a blown save, but you get a win. You know, it's just me. I don't I don't know. I guess it's just a personal thing. No, no. You know, I I can't disagree with you. Yeah, it all used to irritate me, and there were many a Mets closer, John Franco, Billy Wagner. I mean, guys like that, you know, that would blow a lead in the ninth and then end up, they'd end up scoring in the bottom of the ninth, and yes, they'd get the W when they were looking to get the save. So It's like a participation trophy. Hey, you screwed up, but thanks anyway. Thanks for playing. Everybody gets a trophy. That's right. <laughs> yes, you put us in a spot where you had to continue playing the game and you didn't do your job, but here, look, bonus. You get you get the girl tonight. There you go. Well, we're going to get into the uh, divisions uh, in a little bit, but Tampa Bay still atop that American League East, but the Baltimore Orioles have moved into second place oh. ahead of the Jays, ahead of the Yankees by a half game. So uh, we'll dedicate that song to Mike Scalliott as well, another big Yankee fan that can't stand that Orioles anthem. But going to have to listen to it. Guys, well, well you know what? If you, like they used to say, right? If you can't beat them, join them. Just win. That's all that's happening. I'm saying if, 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 you know? you don't like, if you don't like it, you'll like the music a lot better if you just bet a little coin on the Orioles. Yeah, oh, you'll be on. fine. 
Get on the bandwagon, uh, you scummy little you. Yankee fans. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Mets, Roxy's at that game. He was. I was going to try and get him on the show to talk a little puck, but he's there watching the Giants, big Giants fan, and the Mets. Mets lead him 4 nothing. Pete Alonso hit his 10th home run. Wow. Yeah, he's on fire. Yikes. So, Mets leading 4 nothing. They're 13-7 and right now. They're playing pretty good ball, and the Braves lost a tight one tonight. So, if the Mets win, they'll only be a half game behind Atlanta out of the gate, starting to play pretty good ball, at least with the bats. Uh, let's go to the Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard, get you caught up. we got a couple minutes. We'll get into uh, detail on some of this stuff. But it looks like Denver could take that insurmountable 3 nothing lead against the Minnesota Timberwolves in the NBA playoffs. They're in Minnesota, 5.50 to go in the fourth quarter. Nuggets up by 7, 105-98, to laying a point and a half. Closing number, Westgate Superbook, total 223. May get there. We'll keep an eye on that one. The other two games are final. Hawks, 130-122. to They beat the Celtics. Trey Young, looking like Trey Young from a year and a half ago, was pretty solid tonight, led the way. Hawks win it by eight. They were plus five and a half, so nice little money line there. Total, no problem. 229 hits 252, 130-122 Atlanta. And then the Knicks and Cavs. How about this game after the first quarter? 17-17. to I mean, you're like, I'm, I'm thinking, this is Knicks and Miami Heat back in the day. Where's Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley? <laughs> As starts run the point. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, but the Knicks really put it together after that. 99-79, they blow out the Cavs big time. Bunch of guys in double digits, but Barrett had a real nice game. And the Knicks win it by 20. They take a two games to one lead. They won off as two-point favorites at the Westgate Superbook, a point and a half at other places. But I told you last night I thought the Knicks would be able to take care of business. I did tell you, too, I thought that Minnesota uh, would be able to cover that two and a half, which it was last night. We'll see if they're able to make a push at the end. As far as on the ice, what's going on now? There's two games. Edmonton and the L.A. Kings all tied at two. 3.34 to go second period from Los Angeles. Kings led it one nothing after one, but 2-2. Two to two. McDavid's got both goals for Edmonton, and Minnesota has gotten another goal. So the Wild up on top of Dallas, 3-1. to one. That series tied at a game apiece. Other two games final. Islanders, I told you about a record in the NHL playoffs. The Islanders scored four goals in two minutes. I think it was two minutes and 21 seconds. And this game was tied at one. With under four minutes to go, and then the Islanders put that barrage together, and they win it 5-1 to one against Carolina. Now, that total in that game was five, shaded to the over. But, I mean, 1-1, one 1-1 to one, one to one with less than four minutes to go. If you have the under in this game, Mark, you're like, worst-case scenario, you're going to push, right? 2-1, to 3-1, to one, and you, you, you're pulling the goalie. They get two empty nickels. But, no, 5-1. to one, Unbelievable! Four goals <laughs> sorry, in that, two minutes twenty one seconds. I just I, I that you. makes me laugh. It does. But somebody, I'm sorry to laugh at people suffering, but <laughs> no, it's terrible. Somebody's going to be following your car, man. We we're not going to tell you where we're at. We're at the PSBR Law Studios in Vegas somewhere. But uh, yeah, the Sky Canyon. Yeah, he does not have a Raiders personal plate, so don't mix up our cars. <laughs> Whatever you do, but the Islanders get that much needed win after dropping both one goal games. In Carolina, the second game was in overtime, and uh, the Islanders make it two games to one. So they'll try and get the equalizer on the island in the next game, which will be on Sunday. Looking forward to that. And uh, then we've got two to two, as I told you, Edmonton and L.A. And then Boston. You said you like Boston. They were able to double up on Florida on the road to take a two games to one lead. The Boston Bruins, best record all times regular season trying to make sure they can win that Stanley Cup. They got the President's Trophy. They'd like to get that Stanley Cup as well. 
Bees win it 4-2. to two. We'll get you all the baseball, keep things rolling, going to talk some NFL football, got all the overnights, got more playoff action. SportsX Radio rocking and rolling. Ken Thompson, Mark Hoke, one hour in the books, live from PSBR Law Studios. Keep it right here, 101.5 FM Dawn on the Odyssey app. We'll be right back. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rabapudi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com and by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. now. All right, hour number two live, PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. It is SportsX Radio on a Friday football fiasco. We got some football in there because, of course, the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. Russell Baxter joining me, hour number one. KT producer Mark Hoke taking you the rest of the way and uh, keeping you updated on all this playoff action going on. Still the same as far as in the hockey, 3-1 to one Minnesota. I'm rooting for the Wild there, and uh, hopefully they take care of business. Uh, Gustafson and Nets. Tonight against Dallas, and again, that series tied at one, but 3-1 to one, the Wild up by two goals. Good news for my buddy Scott, big Wild fan. And Edmonton and the LA Kings, 2-2 two, two after two. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Again, Boston doubled up on Florida, 4-2, to two, take a 2-1 lead in that series. Islanders cut the Carolina lead down to 2-1 to one with a 5-1 victory with a four-goal barrage in two minutes, 21 seconds there on the island to get that series even at two games apiece. Meanwhile... In the NBA, just update real quick because we have that one game still going, Denver and Minnesota, and the Nuggets now up 111-104, 3-10 to go. Now make it three minutes. Three minutes to go, 111-104, still a seven-point lead there for the Denver Nuggets. Again, Knicks now a 2-1 lead, beating the Cavs 99-79 at the Garden. They'll get an, they have another one coming up Sunday at, in New York. And uh, Atlanta also trimming the Celtics' lead to 2-1. to one. As uh, Celtics had a 2-0 lead, winning both games in Beantown, but the Hawks dominant tonight and uh, able to hold on, win by eight, one thirty to one twenty-two, plus five and a half. Again, good little money line pick up there. So we'll keep an eye on those games. Nearly had a perfect game from Drew Smiley uh, over there at Wrigley Field, and that's a rarity in itself. I mean, it's Wrigley Field's t- tough enough to get a shutout there. Well, he got that thirteen nothing. Cubbies rolled over Urias and the Dodgers. How about a plus one fifty-five on the Cubs? But pretty impressive. Total nine and a half. Cubbies put it over by themselves. 13 nothing. Very impressive, Mr. Hoke, by uh, Drew Smiley today. 
Yeah, and I got to tell you, the Cubs made some nice acquisitions coming into the season. I figured they were going to be able. I would have had them in third place coming into this, but you know they're they're looking solid. I, you know, I, the Central was a really interesting division because you have the Cardinals who just you know right early on not quite playing to where we thought they would, but Milwaukee has gotten some great hitting from those young guys they brought up, and. You know, that rotation is as good as anybody's in baseball. So if those kids can keep it rolling in Milwaukee, they're going to be all right. And the Cubs added some veterans. And all of a sudden, and the Pirates are in there too somehow. I, I, mean, I don't know if it's going to last. But, you know, Ken, we might have a race out there, buddy. I love it. I love to see the Pirates playing good ball. They get another win tonight. Right now, games that are going. Mets 4 nothing. top eight lead the Giants. I uh, told you Alonzo went deep his 10th of the year. Mets batting top eight, nobody out, nobody on. We'll keep an eye there. Meanwhile, top eight in Seattle, and the Mariners now have grabbed a 5-2 lead against the Cardinals. Redbirds really struggling, 8-11, only three hits tonight. And the Diamondbacks just put up another run. They are burying the Padres tonight behind Zach Gallen. 8 nothing. the score there. Gallen out now, but in seven innings, only allowed two hits and struck out 11. Very impressive. And the Diamondbacks will... Uh, Try and get back on the winning track. They win. They'll go to 12-9. and nine. Padres were trying to get to 500, but doesn't look good right now as they only have one more at bat. Meanwhile, the uh, Pirates did beat the Reds 4-2. to two. The final on that one only mustered six hits. Struggled yesterday. Got four in the first and then had to hold on, win 4-3. They win 4-2 to two tonight and just trying to keep winning. That's what it's all about. Pirates go to 14-7. and seven. Very impressive for Pittsburgh out of the gate. Reds drop to 7-13, and 1-7 and away from Cincy. And the Rays rally, and uh, Brandon Lau hits the uh, walk-off two-run jack, and the Ooh. Rays come up big and beat Chicago Bills pale hose. Ooh. I'm telling you, Chicago Bills team can't help you out. They're 7-13, and 13, the White Sox. Because they're not good. No offense, Chicago Bill, but they're they're not a good team this year. No, at least uh, out of the gate, they, they look sluggish at best. Uh, good thing the Orioles did beat the Tigers. You don't have to listen to C-Win because he would add a little – a little bit of fun with you, but the Orioles go to 12-7, and 5-3 and three at Camden Yards, playing some home games now. And a good score for you, even though both teams now have the same record. The Blue Jays beat the Yankees at Yankee Stadium 6-1. to one. That's that's all right. I mean, look, I, I think Toronto is the fa- still the favorite to win that division. I, I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to be able to keep this pace up, but th- this is going to be a fascinating division with Baltimore. And, and, and what's really scary is that the Orioles are going to pitch like they have and the starters are finally settling down because they were shaky at the beginning. Man, Ken, this is going to be a four-team war, and Boston's not just going to sit there and be terrible. I mean, and 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 I think one thing that's going to be really interesting for that division is the fact that they're not having to play each other so many times. So now they're going to be able to go out and beat some other teams up as opposed to beating each other up. And uh, man, Ken, this is that that is going to be a fascinating race to watch this year. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Astros they get to five hundred ten and ten now. Interleague game beat the Braves in Atlanta. Jordan Alvarez, uh, big time home run in the ninth, gave the Astros the lead, and they win it six to four against Atlanta. I wonder if Krisky was there because he, he said he was going to take in a game or two while he was there in Atlanta. How about this? Uh, if you've got a direct line there to the sports department there at the Review Journal, give them a call right now. Five to four. The Oakland A's won a ball game. Oh boy! Yep, they beat the Texas Rangers. You could have got them plus two ten, and they win the game five to four. So of course it wasn't in Oakland. I'm sorry. I I just thought of something really funny, Ken. Because now, now think about this. 
you were stuck in Oakland having to play in the Coliseum. Do you really think that you wanted to be in Oakland A at that point until you get announced that your team's moving to Las Vegas? It's time to step it up, boys. That's right. I don't want. I don't want to get traded. That's I right. want to stay in A. Let me be in A. That's it. I want to hang out at Sapphire all day long. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, the Oakland A's their win total it just goes through the roof. They go one twenty and forty. A twenty game winning streak. <laughs> no, a twenty game winning streak with these guys trying to stick around now. Twenty. 90, Ken. They're going to run the table the rest of the most of the season. <laughs> They're 4 and 16 with that big win tonight. Uh, playing 200 baseball. Ranger, uh, Rangers dropped to 12 and 7. And those Red Sox get back over 500, 11 and 10 now, as they beat the Brewers in Milwaukee 5 to 3, cool off the Brew Crew behind Nick Pavetta. Uh, Nationals. Beat the Twins. I mean, what, what's going on here tonight? Too. I mean, the A's and the Nationals both winning on the same night. What somebody, a parlay that would have been. Did somebody cast a spell? Wow. Was, was there a baseball witch out there? That's pretty impressive stuff right there. And both on the road, no less. The Nats and the A's both winning on the road. Nats go to 6-13 and 13 with the win 3-2. to two. Ramirez ends up getting the win. And uh, that's pretty impressive there. And then the Angels have shut out the Royals. That is a final now behind Otani, who goes to 3-0. and How about Otani's 3-0? and His ERA is 0-6-4. Man, I'll tell you what. I, that guy's unreal. And and it's a, it's a mid-team. Overall, that is a mid-team. It's such a shame for Otani and Trout. And, boy, he, and, and he, I mean, how do you trade the guy? But the AL West, the AL West, they're still okay this year in the AL West because Houston out of the gate slowly. Halos are ten and ten, you know. So you know, I mean, Ward's a good player. They have Rendon. They need something from him. Drury's not bad. Urshela coming over. Uh, they've got some players, you know. Trout's out of the lineup now, uh, but they got to get good pitching. But this Otani kid is spe- special. Had eleven strikeouts tonight. Walked a couple. Only gave up two hits in seven in- seven innings. But like I said, 0-6-4 ERA and a three and zero record out of the gate. Uh, yeah, and that division looks like. I mean, I I think Houston's going to right the ship, and especially when they get Altuve back. But you know, and Seattle, same thing. Their rotation's pretty good, so you know maybe that maybe their young kids that uh, sparked everything last year might uh, be getting some sophomore and junior year jinxes coming up. So we'll see. But I, that that'll be a that'll be an interesting race. I don't know if there's going. I, I still think Houston and Seattle are going to make the playoffs, but yeah, who knows? All right, so the American League East right now: Tampa Bay seventeen and three, Orioles twelve and seven, Yankees and Blue Jays both twelve and eight, and the Red Sox eleven and ten. So everybody over five hundred in the AL East, AL Central: Twins eleven and nine, Guardians of Cleveland ten and nine. Everybody else under five hundred from there on down. Tigers seven and eleven, White Sox seven and thirteen, and the Royals four and sixteen. The same record the A's have in the West. Rangers with that loss at home in Arlington to the uh, A's tonight dropped to twelve and seven, but they're the only team over five hundred in the West. Astros and the Angels both ten and ten now, tied for second, and the Mariners eight and eleven, and then the A's four and sixteen. National League: Braves fourteen and six, Mets. Looking to go fourteen and seven, they need another three, uh, three, four outs to go there in San Francisco, up four nothing. So again, they should be within a half game. Miami got rained out today. They'll try and make that game up. That game against Cleveland, uh, they'll try and make that up tomorrow. Day night doubleheader, I believe. Uh, but the Marlins are ten and nine over five hundred. And there's a lot of people I know that bet the Marlins win total under. I had it last year, but not this year. 
Yeah, I think more of that is just how good the division is as opposed to how bad the Marlins are. I don't think they're a terrible team. You know, they're they're not Kansas City, Oakland, Washington stench. You know, but but yeah, they're yeah. yeah. We'll see if they can hang around there. I don't know. I I what what was that win total? Do you remember about? You know what? Was I, it like in the seventy? Yeah, like seventy ish. Yeah, it was somewhere like around there. I I don't want to I don't want to tell you. I'll, I'll find it because I know I have all the win totals here somewhere. But I know uh, Krivsky played it under as well. I remember him telling me that he played the fish under. Uh, Phillies are nine and twelve, but we expected them to get off to somewhat of a slow start when they lost, uh, you know, Hoskins, and of course still don't have Bryce Harper back. So once Harper comes back, you know, put a little punch in that lineup, but. Yeah, he's trying to sneak back early here yeah, too. He's um, trying to take in a little action at first base if he could. Oh, let me see if I, I I know that I had that story here of that he was when he was trying to get back. Um report Bryce Harper could return first weekend of May according wow. to CBS Sports. Much quicker than they thought. They thought July, beginning of July initially. Yeah, so that would be huge to get, get him back in that lineup and cuz it's it's going to be a fight to get a wild card. I mean, much less win that division, so We'll yeah. see. Special player, Las Vegas boy, Bryce Harper. Brewers are fourteen and six. Pirates fourteen and seven. Cubs twelve and seven. And then the Redbirds eight and eleven. And Cincinnati seven and thirteen. And St. Louis is losing again tonight, so they could drop to eight and twelve. Uh Diamondbacks eleven and nine, but they're up nine nothing, so they'll go to twelve and nine. Uh they're gonna beat the Padres who will drop to twelve and ten. Dodgers are ten and eleven after losing today at Wrigley. Giants six and twelve. They're soon to be six and thirteen. They're on the uh, short end of that game against the Mets and the Rockies six and fifteen. So, a quick rundown of the divisions as far as Major League Baseball with Mark Hoke, Ken Thompson here, and uh, Mark Hoke show coming up on Sunday. Real quick, uh, so I don't forget, Mark. What do you got coming up on the Mark Hoke show? Oh, huge show, Ken. What do you got? Huge. Danny Limelight, indie star. Of course, he's uh, been wrestling New Japan and is the United Wrestling Network World Champion, and also locally here are future stars of wrestling, No Limits Champion as well. Poppy's going to be here, and I got to tell you, what, if you have never seen or heard Danny, <laughs> it it ain't going to be a Sunday morning PG kind of show. So Danny Limelight's going to be joining us, and then we also have Chris Van Vliet, four time Emmy winner, does the his Insight podcast where he interviews some of the top wrestlers in the world. He's also Done celebrities to like uh, Tom Cruise, Oprah Winfrey, and uh, so Chris Van Vliet's going to be joining us as well. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about everything happening in the world of pro wrestling, too. It's going to be a very hectic show. So tune on in on Sunday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. And if you can't catch the show, it's on YouTube and Mark Hoke Show. It's on markhokeshow.podbean.com and a ton of your favorite podcast outlets just everywhere, Ken. And by the way, next week, Real, real fast the next week, I just got the 2023 uh, Cauliflower Alley Club Men's Wrestling Award winner, Joe Malenko, the brother of Dean Malenko and son of Boris Malenko, is going to be on the show, along with Indy Star, and he'll be challenging for the FSW Championship that day against Ice Williams, Nick Zander, who was their Rookie of the Year. So two big weeks. All right, so I show. just found... I didn't realize. I thought I had the number, but I wasn't positive mm-hmm. because I didn't put it in with his last name spelled out. Chris Jericho. I got Chris's cell phone from back when Zach and I used to do Wild yeah. on Sports. Yeah, but I had him in there as Chris J. Irvine. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Well, that's... His dad, Ted Irvine, of course, played for the New York Rangers back right. in the day. 
Chris is a big-time Winnipeg Jets fan. Ah. I will see if I can get him maybe prior to that game four against the Golden Knights. Okay. That series tied Drop at him one apiece. Yeah, I will. Uh, hopefully the number hasn't changed. Everybody I know knows Jericho except me, and I do the wrestling show. Right, and that's why I figure. That's pathetic. Oh, that's why I figure if, uh, you know, if I can connect you guys, then he may be. But he really, really fun guy. By the way, the Wild have added another goal, 4-1. to one. Ooh. My buddy Scott's partying right now. Lots four of to biscuits one, six in the minutes basket. to go, yeah. Big uh Big win there for the Wild. They'll take a 2-1 lead, and they still have one more game at home against the Dallas Stars. So we'll see how that goes. Still 2-2 two two Edmonton in the L.A. Kings third period about to start from Los Angeles. And uh, the Nuggets did win that game and get the win in the cover of the one-and-a-half, two-point line, whatever you laid. Total was 223. The game does get over. Hits 231, 120-111 the final. Denver wins at Minnesota. 3-0 stranglehold, stranglehold lead on that series now. Uh, T-Wolves going out without really a fight. In the NBA, we're going to get to the uh, overnight lines in just a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's gone final now. Arizona 9 nothing shut out the Padres behind Zach Gallen. Lugo got lit up pretty good. Uh, Lucchese out there for the Mets doing a nice job. DiScalfani not getting any run support. And uh, Roxy bringing his kid there. Hey, let's go see the Giants baseball. That's the worst, man. You bring your kid and he gets shut out. Should we call him? <laughs> we should. Let's call him. We should. No, I'll call him on the break. Oh, that's terrible. Hey, Rox. <laughs> Rox. Hey, by the with? way, uh, by the way, the the Niners suck too. And uh, how's no, hey, why don't you play that uh, the Mets song for him? Meet the Mets. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, I'll, I'll never harsh. have Roxy on the show again. <laughs> I, can, I can play Meet the Mets and then follow it up with Fly Eagles Fly and just leave him sit there on the phone. <laughs> Right, let them go to voicemail. You're hoping to get voicemail. We'll play back-to-back, back-to-back anthems. Oh, poor poor Roxy. Rox, good, oh, good guy. He's a good dude. No, he is good people. Uh, 5-2 Seattle leads the Cardinals. Cardinals last at bat if they don't get something going. They're in the top of the ninth, 5-2 Seattle. That's the only game going in the American League. So you have the Mets-Giants going. That's in the ninth in the National League. Again, it's a final Arizona 9 nothing over San Diego. And uh, the Phillies came back, and they did win that game against Colorado. They trailed that game 3 nothing, but they won it 4-3. to And uh, so that's a good win for Philadelphia. They needed to get off the schneid there. They were struggling mightily. But still, that's good news as far as Bryce Harper potentially coming back first week in May. Keep an eye on that. Ken Thompson, Mark Koch here on a Friday football fiasco. We will talk a little NFL draft. And uh, going to get into the playoff action for Saturday. Got a bunch of games coming up, four in the NBA. And let me see how many. Yeah, we got four on the ice as well. And we'll start there real quick before we go to break. Vegas and Winnipeg, the Jets are minus 110, five and a half the total. Wow. It's an afternoon game, though. It's a 1 o'clock Pacific time game. So that means over there it's, it's either noon or, or maybe Winnipeg Central. Winnipeg okay. is Central. So it's 11 a.m. 11 a.m. start. Wow. It's not a lot of time for them to drink, the, the, drink the Molson outside yeah, but, the stadium. But I, li- I, like their, I like the mindset there taking that game – and making the West Coast team play at 8 a.m. body clockwise. Or, I'm sorry, 9 a.m. body clockwise. That's not a bad move, I guess. Yeah. We'll see if it pans out. You know, but, you know I, but sometimes I do think that's, for profession, for college teams, I think that really screws them up. But I think for professional teams, you know, they, they, Who wins? that may be their practice. Who times. wins tomorrow? I, I think the Knights are going to win. I do. I, I think they've righted the ship. I think they're going to win. Okay. I'm not saying they don't win the series, but I'm going to take Winnipeg tomorrow. Okay. You can right. be wrong. All right. No, no. Well, we have our little vending machine here. And I like that vending machine because. When it's filled. Um, well, yeah. But here's the thing. I, I like it when it's filled. I also like it 
I was really upset the one time when I tried to get the peanut M&Ms and it was hanging there. And I was like, you know, we come in. I love our shift, you know, 8, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Nobody else here, really. Sometimes Benio stay late, you know, every now and then, you know. Cleaning crew comes Roberto's in. Roberto's pretty cool, by the way. Oh, he's he's, a, he's awesome. He's a, he's a very yeah. nice guy. Yeah, so he'll come in different hours, just depending. Sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. But it's you know pretty much me and you. And there's that peanut. And what's your first, you know, being the East Coast guys that we are, vending machine rips you. <laughs> you're about to. You're, it's like a tackling dummy. You want to just like body slam it, right? Because you know. It's not a movable machine, know, though, Ken. Really, that one, I, that I, one is heavy. I, I didn't even I didn't even do it. I just said nope. I'll, I'll let it go. And so, I for some reason it just registered. So I I put in the other dollar twenty five whatever it is, and I hit the peanut M and M's again. And so it came out. The second one came out, and it knocked the first one down. Mm-hmm. So I got the I got the two for one. But then another one fell as well. So I got three for one. It is an awesome little game. With and that I machine. left a little note there. Why? I didn't. No, you didn't. I should but have. But why? I should have. I should have done it. It's on my conscience. I got to come clean here on a Friday football fiasco. Wow. But three three peanut M&Ms for the price of two. I Ken, I, I've had to, I've pulled the two for one many times in that. It's one of those machines, guys, just so you know. It's, it's like one a of, game, man. It's, it's one of the machines that has the 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 twirly wire yeah thing. The, the robot it, yeah that, it, that when it oh that yeah right on the yeah, candy in the, side. In the candy machine right. that it it has the 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 coil right. wire where you put you know one candy in front and then the next coil you put another one in there so sometimes they do get stuck and occasionally it'll one will kind of come along with the other or sometimes one won't come at all so it evens out in the end. So don't feel bad, Ken, that's because you, I've tripled that, up before too. Yeah, it's that's all your good. that's your form of gambling. You're not playing video keno or video poker. You're <laughs> you're you're playing the vending machine. I just want that damn Kit Kat bar. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. And the Bumblebee tuna. Yeah, they they've got they've got a good selection there. Yeah, when they fill it. Well, I'll tell you what the the uh, the wa- <laughs> all I know is the bottled water, and they have a ton of them. Those things go so fast. <gasps> Where's the Gatorade? We're we're doing a sports show, and I get two bottles of Gatorade in there. I'm trying to lose weight, and all I'm seeing is are mug. You, are you? Yeah, I am. Okay. I, I'll tell you a story later. <laughs> mug, crush, ton of Pepsi, Dr. Pepper for my daughter. Two bottles of Gatorade. That lasts, obviously, two days, and that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. I need to call the vending machine company. All right. Well, we'll leave a note. Can we get, a, can we get like a, a plus 180 on how many Gatorades are going to be in there? Like maybe an over under on when they reload it. I'll see if I could. Uh, I'm going to say they only put four in. You. I want two rows. Two rows will cover me. I'm good because nobody else drinks them. All right. So you got Vegas tomorrow. I got Vegas tomorrow. I got Winnipeg. Here's the deal. <laughs> and a pack of Here, Well, here's the deal. If Vegas wins tomorrow, all right. On Tuesday when I come in, I will have you a six pack of Gatorade. What's your favorite flavor? I'll I'll take any, Ken. Really? Yeah, I'm not picking. And you don't want the light. You don't want the G two. No, the... I can't. No, I can't do the artificial and you're sweeteners. Trying, so. You're trying to lose weight, but not that much. Well, I can't do artificial sweeteners. It gives okay. me a headache. All right, all right. So six pack of Gatorade. All right. Now, if you lose, I want a nice cold Coke. Just one, because okay. I'm only allowed one every week. All right. I usually. Uh, it's just something about Coca Cola. I know it's bad for me, but your wife's in town, so yeah, I'll, I promise I'll only get him one Coke. <laughs> That's all. That's all I need. So I'm giving you a six to one odds right there. That's amazing with the Golden Knights. 
You're nuts. You got the Golden Knights. I got Winnipeg. Tomorrow. Yeah, but you got a Costco card. You'll probably for the two dollars that I'll pay for I do the have soda. A Costco card. I yeah, used for the two dollars to pay for the soda, you'll end up paying two dollars for the six Gatorade. So it's a wash. Yeah, I'll probably get in there and they'll tell me that your, your dues is due. Yeah, that, that <laughs> would be oh, that I'll, would be. Great. I'll get blindsided. I'll Ken be Thompson, like, wait, wait! I just came in to get a six pack of Gatorade for my boy. Uh, too bad, Mister Thompson. Give us that fifty <laughs> bucks for the year. Pay All right. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll come back. We'll go over the other three overnights as far as NHL hockey. We'll keep an eye on the two games rolling. Minnesota just about putting Dallas away. 4-1, to 445 to go third period. 17.05 to go, still tied at two. I'm going to put that game on right here, Edmonton and the LA Kings. It's a big game with the series tied at one in that one. And uh, we'll see how that pans out. So we'll go over the NHL. We've got four games in the NBA. Do not forget, we got a little Viper action coming up this weekend as well as uh, the XFL finishing up, and they'll be playing on Sunday in Seattle. Right now they're plus 8.5, 47 the total. Jose Vellante, give him credit. He's all over that stuff following the XFL. Uh, Houston and Arlington also playing on Sunday. But I'll get into those lines, including USFL football. So you've got XFL, USFL, NHL, NBA playoffs, plenty of Major League Baseball as well for Saturday's overnights. And we're going to still get in some little tidbits as far as the NFL draft. Lots of draft coverage. Pat Casal, that's right, Pat Casal. This guy, yeah, this guy really knows his stuff as far as uh, politics, but he's going to be Monday with Mark Hoke. They're going to be going over that NFL draft, and Casal's a big-time Vikings guy. Be a lot of fun God, going he's over so it with the wrong Eagles guy. all the time. That's all. He's, he's a great horse guy, though. He's given me a lot of good winners as far as horse uh, horses go, and he'll be uh, part of the Kentucky Derby special as well. But we'll take a break. We'll come back. Keep it rolling here on a Friday football fiasco. Ken Thompson, producer Mark Hoke, SportsX Radio 101.5 FMK Dawn, streaming live on the Odyssey app. Coming back live from Vegas, PSBR Low Studios. Keep it right here. We'll take you home till 10 o'clock. Hoaxer, man. You're enjoying yourself in there. Stay alive. Spinning the hits. Man, I, I can keep that going, too. You, you know, this is from the movie Staying Alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. There you go. Good Little stuff. John Travolta dancing. I, I appreciate it. You know what? I, I, I'm a, I mean, it's one of those days, like, sometimes it, where you're just kind of discombobulated, and I am. That didn't Here, help. Well, here's a, yeah, <laughs> it. It didn't, but... The game is a 1 p.m. Vegas start, which means it's 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. in Winnipeg. I'm well, sorry. I, I, I feel went bad. backwards. No, I went backwards. Thank I should know. Roger fault. Shaw, my buddy, uh, texted me and let me know. KT, uh, what are you doing, man? You guys drinking in there? Uh, we're not. But uh, probably I just went start. with you, Ken. I and I I should have. No, that's okay. You could have. You could embarrass me, man. It's okay. Uh, I've been working for 13 hours so far today, so I'm I'm a little. I'm a little snappy myself. There you go. But, okay, so that uh, that doesn't help me out as far as my angle on the bet. No, now, you're, now, you're still going to lose. Yeah, I know. Now, now I, I don't like my bet as much as I – I like it. But you know what? I don't I don't mind. There's certain bets I don't mind losing. I don't mind losing a six-pack of Gatorade to have the Golden Knights go in there and win game three. No, I don't either. That would be, be fine. But 
You know, I kind of like the idea of an 11 a.m. start, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be kind well, of fun. Yeah, and you have those sometimes in uh, football games. You'll have I, – I went to a Badger game that started at 11 a.m. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been Camp to Randall. football games and stuff that started that early. Yeah. Of course, I've done it for, for volleyball. I mean, tournaments. I, I went to Camp Randall, and I flew in, and Christy grabbed me in Milwaukee, and then we drove all the way to Madison. And I get there, and it's – I think I flew and I got there at like eight o'clock or something. So, and I worked the night before I had the show, everything, the Friday football fiasco with powers. And so by the, I mean, losing two hours time to, I get there and these guys have this giant plastic flamingo. Yes. The flabongo. Ooh. And it was a beer flabongo, a, a hollowed out plastic. Yeah. And it, it's not like when I'm doing it, that they're pouring one beer in. No, there's, there's like, Three guys pouring beers in. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like, it's a flabongo. Stu- stuff, com- stuff was coming out my ears, man. It was unbelievable. Come on, Ken. Oh, it's boy. college. It was great. That's right. You, you were that in the military. That was my first time. No, that was my first so, time at Camp Randall. And then they had the jump around theme after the third quarter. And it was fun. They were playing Purdue, but it was it was great. And then after the game, my wife, of course, being the music teacher and uh, you know majoring in music, all that stuff, they have the fifth quarter. And so the band goes around and breaks up in different – uh, sections and goes around the the stadium there, Camp Randall, and, the, and they'll play different songs and and different groups will play different stuff. And I was like, "Do you know how many great games are coming on? Like at the little pub down the street, we want to go." And it's like, so I stayed, and I was just like, "Gosh darn!" Thank God for cell phones, so that you can stay up at least on scores. Uh, things have changed a little bit, but that was a good time. Camp Randall made it there a couple times now. Went there and saw Ohio State. That was a weird one because you went to the restroom and you're like. All right, hey, Badgers, and you look as you get closer to, by, by the sink, and the guy's got an Ohio State thing because they're both wearing the same colors, you know, pretty much. So, uh, Well, I'm glad you were looking straight across instead of down, Ken. The sink. The sink. See, again, they're, they're, you're thinking what you would do. I'm, you're thinking just, what you would do, Hoster. I am trying to help you sound better helping. to no, the people. No, no, no. They, they already they know where KT's at. Now they know where Hoke's at. I was just trying to yeah, make sure yeah, that yeah. you were doing okay. You're talking yeah, okay. about being on staggered stage, drinking from a flamingo, a, a flabongo. flabongo, unbelievable. That, that is that is Camp Randall at 9 a.m. tailgate party after literally a couple hours sleep. Not even close to the worst drinking thing I ever did. No. Not even close. Oh, no, no, that's not. That's not. Have the you ever worst done? The, have you done the Century Club? Century Club, where here in town? No, no, the drinking thing, the Century Club. No, I've uh, I started out with the uh, the old 151 Puerto Rican rum back at the house when we were 15 back in New Jersey playing poker and the loser, uh, like if you lost like three hands in a row or whatever, you had to have the shot of 151 rum and my buddy would be lighting it on fire yeah. and just and the old man's liquor that's, cabinet got raided. It was that's terrible. Not, yeah, that's that's All elementary right, types. So Century Club is when you you drink a shot of beer. Okay. Every minute for a hundred minutes. Now that doesn't that may not sound like a lot, but that's almost ten beers. And I I did that. I remember that from Happy Days. I did that. Do you remember and Richie Cunningham? I remember Richie Cunningham. And, and, and his dad goes, "Well, how many how many teeny weeny glasses did you have, Rich? Seventy six. Yeah. <laughs> see the the Century Club. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know a Dixie cup size, but yeah, that was not. Easy. Danced around for about twenty minutes to celebrate. Do you, you ever know? play caps? 
with the with the caps from the uh, the little uh, quarters nips. But... No, no, but but caps is okay. So yeah, because quarters. <laughs> we need to it, get this on shredder. video. We're no, this be... is caps. Caps is great. So you literally you literally sit across from the the guy. Say about eight eight feet away, and you have the caps from the tops of the little Budweiser nips. Yeah, and so you fill it. You know, like you know, like the the glass. But there's different rules. If you make if you make it in, the guy's got to drink that beer. You right. get two caps, and so you're you're tossing them, and guys toss them different ways. If you hit the glass five straight times, that's called bells. If you hit five bells, the guy's got to do a shot, and whatever the whatever yeah. it is, it was usually Jack Daniels or, or tequila or whatever it was on, on that particular night. But man, me and my buddy Rick Jeffcoat over in SoCal, man, we we got it to where we went through. Gosh, uh, I mean, like a case of those those Budweiser nips wouldn't that wouldn't last like ten minutes, twelve minutes, man. It's unbelievable. Back in the day, man. Oh. And uh, by the way, uh, these are brought to you by Uber and Lyft. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Do not drink and drive. Yes. We always end the show that way. Yeah, make sure you play three man too. Greatest game go. ever. There you go. Okay, so uh, we'll get into some of these other uh, games, but we got a lot of sports to get to real quick. Are we, uh, are we a sports show? Yeah, we are. We've deviated to be. a few times. Well, you know, it's, it's Friday. Screw are you it. Kidding me? We we got hockey left. Edmonton. We and don't Los know Angeles. what time it is. Two to two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, the McKenzie brothers are a. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're Take good. Off to the Great White North. That's yeah. right. Five to one. Minnesota beats <laughs> Dallas. Big third period there. That puts the game over five and a half. That last wild goal. And uh, so they win five to one. The Islanders win five to one against Carolina. Four to two. Boston beats Florida, and still two to two. I got the game on right here. Ten minutes even to go. Third period in L.A. Edmonton and L.A. Kings. This is a big game. Big game. We'll see who can uh, can get that one. All right. Let's get back to the overnights real quick. Let's jump over to the association. Mark Hoke. I'm going to get your take on some of these games. Uh, for tomorrow. I know you're partial, even though uh, your boy Joel Embiid will not play against the Nets. Philly's still a two-point favorite, 208.5. Do they close them out? I think so. I, they, I think the Sixers know what's coming. They got to get, they want to get this over with as quickly as possible. You know, they, I mean, seeing Boston lose tonight is great, and you've just got to be sitting there saying, great, that means they've got to play one more game. So let's not us play at least have to play one more game. Let's get this over with tomorrow, rest up, and get ready to go to Boston and take them down. All right, so when we left the other night, uh, that line uh, without Kawhi Leonard playing for the Clippers went from two-and-a-half Suns to seven-and-a-half Suns. Suns were up nine when we got off the air. They only end up winning by five, so they did not cover. That was a game you could have middled if you had – the Suns minus two and a half. Then you found out Kawhi wasn't playing. Went up to seven and a half. You could have came back, got the Clippers, and middled that sucker. Now the Suns are minus seven and a half in Game Four tomorrow from LA because we know that Kawhi will not play tomorrow as well. Did the Suns win and cover tomorrow in LA? I think so. I, I just without Kawhi, they, I mean, are the, are the Clippers capable in this game? Sure, but I think the Suns are starting to feel it. You know, they, and they know they've got a big one coming up, too, once they get through this. Bucks and Heat. Bucks minus five, 220 and a half. No Giannis tomorrow either. You know, take Miami on the money line. Take Miami. I'm gonna I, say, I, I take can't them disagree on the money with that. I, I wish Tyler Hero were playing, but he's not. He's out, too. This I tell you, Ken, the, the, one of the biggest games in the playoffs was Atlanta beating Miami in that first round of play-in games because it sent Miami into the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you Milwaukee did not want to see Miami coming in there. They would much rather have been playing Atlanta right now. I guarantee it. I'm not going to say Milwaukee's going to lose this series, but, phew, boy, this, is, this isn't this is going to be easy now. 
All right, so uh, you say take Miami. You don't need the five. You'll take a money line. Do it. Meanwhile, Lakers minus four at home. John Morant going to be ready to roll. 221 and a half. Grizz lead it. Two games to one, right? Or no, that's one a game apiece. That's right, a game apiece. This is game three tomorrow from LA. I, I think the Lakers are going to win. I disagree. I think I think the I think the Grizz are going to get this done. It should be. I think tomorrow it's a obvious. I hate to use the. Oh, I'm, it's yeah, be I'm a talking about tomorrow's game, but, game. Tomorrow's game. I'm yeah. saying LA. LA wins. Yeah, I, LA I, wins and covers. Tomorrow. Yeah, I I disagree. Okay. All right. So you got yeah. the Grizz and yeah, I'm taking the Grizz. All right. Yeah. You're there. You're good. I'm down. I'm down with the Grizz. All right, so Vegas and Winnipeg, we started there. You took Vegas, I took Winnipeg. Then we found out that KT screwed up the times. But still, I'm staying with it. Hokie will win his six-pack of uh, Gatorade because he's whining the vending machine does not have enough there. So we'll have a nice little six-pack on Tuesday when KT comes in. Toronto at Tampa Bay. Tampa buried him in game one in Toronto. Toronto turned the tables, crushed the lightning in game two. Toronto minus 112, six and a half. Wow. In Tampa, I don't wow. know. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could lay with Toronto. They got to wow. prove it to me first. I'm kind of with you on that. I, you know, you know I, I, I so want Toronto to win this series. Just to, just cause I'm so sick of hearing about about the Maple Leafs curse and all that crap. So. I'm with you. You know, if the Rangers didn't win the Cup or the or the uh, Golden Knights, uh, I'd love to see Toronto. Just because I have several friends that are Maple Leaf diehards. They haven't, just, they haven't won forever. I'm just tired of hearing them whine. Everybody in Toronto whines for about their teams. They're not whiners, but just well, you know, you, the you, Jays. You just, you just like them being the where Leafs. they're at. Where they're at because if they win, all of a sudden those Flyers, <laughs> they haven't won since <laughs> since the 70s. 74. No. Three. I want to say, yeah, it was back-to-back. It was. Was it 72, 73 or 73, 74? You look it up. I'll look it up. All right. Gosh no, no. darn it. I hate, okay. I hate when I do that. When How I... about Jersey and the Rangers? Rangers minus 136, five and a half. I know the Rangers beat them both games in Jersey, and people now are expecting the Rangers to win. So you'll get the best effort from the Devils. They were pretty darn good all year. Hayes is outstanding. But the Rangers are playing great right now. And I think Patrick Kane, that addition, this team's focused, man. I think the Rangers, Shesterkin between the pipes looking solid. I think the Rangers are going to win again. Um, yes, I do too. And by the way, I was wrong. Wow. Shame on me. What? 74, 75. Whoops. Sorry. It's all right. I was just a little wee tight. I, I thought it was, I thought it was later on. In fact, I thought it was, uh, even, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Right. Cause it, was it wasn't 76 that the, the Islanders started. Uh, no, that, no, it was 80. Yeah, God, please. now I got to look up the please, please. Why do I do this? See, you know, when yeah, don't, you here's don't a, bring up the Islanders four in a row. I could, so that was one of the worst parts of my life. Here's something that you a, a, As radio, a Ranger fan that was sickening, man. This is radio fundamental. Don't bring up something that you don't have the statistic in front of you. Okay, do not do that again. Don't because you know what you do. You have to sit here and KT's got to cover for me while I look it up. Okay, so real quick, the last game tomorrow will be the Kraken at home. This is a good series. Kraken nearly swept them in Colorado. It's a game apiece. Colorado, the Avalanche, minus 155, six the total. I think the Kraken, that crowd's going to be going nuts. I'm not going to touch the game because I respect Colorado and they're defending champs, but uh, I could see Seattle winning that game. Be a lot of fun. I'd like to see that series go seven, six or seven. Have some fun there. Uh, go ahead. you get it? I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there, but uh, Colorado. Okay, real quick, USFL, 
New Orleans minus six and a half, total 42 against Houston. Birmingham minus seven, total 44 and a half against Memphis. XFL, Orlando at St. Louis. St. Louis gets 36,000 a game. They don't have any other football, but St. Louis minus nine and a half, total 48 against Orlando. And then D.C. minus three against San Antonio, 42-year total there. Numbers are out for the NBA playoffs on Sunday at the Westgate Superbook. Knicks minus three in game four against the Cavs, 206.5. Warriors minus seven and a half in game four in San Francisco. They win that game. They'll get the series all even. Draymond will be back for that one, 238. They didn't need him in game three. Celtics minus six in game four in Atlanta. Again, the Hawks beat them tonight, so it's two games to one. Boston, 232.5. And the Nuggets, three and a half to close out the T-Wolves, 225.5. And uh, there you have it. Okay, now I got got? it. Now I got it. What do you got? The Flyers got their two. Montreal won four. And then it was 1980 when the the Islanders did get on that run. They went four in a row. Yep. Beautiful. So there we go. I I remembered. Yeah, I remember. 1994. Oh, I hated 80. That was when Hextall went nuts and and just played a series out of his mind. And they still lost. Well, you wouldn't have minded it so much because... You know, you were in Philly, but you're not a Phillies fan. They beat the Royals in the World Series. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that was a that was a pretty good series too. I, you know, that was that was the year that they both broke through. Yep. And you yeah. know why I wouldn't know? Because I didn't get to watch any of the games because <laughs> I was freezing my ass off in Great Lakes, Illinois, in boot camp. Well, thanks for your service, Ken. Yeah, no doubt, man. <laughs> <laughs> and this and the guy I joined with, my buddy, he was a big oh. Phillies fan. He didn't get to see it either. All right, final break of the night. We come back. Little football tidbits. Got the draft. Don't forget Pat Casal sitting in Monday with the Hoekster. And then KT will be back Tuesday. It's going to be a great week. Lots of football, but uh, some really good guests. Rob Ricci will be with me on Tuesday as well. But uh, lining up some great guests. And then Isco will be with me throwback Thursday. Uh, he'll be on the hotline for some of the show because he's getting out of town the following week. But we've got the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. We're live from Vegas, 101.5 FM Dawn, streaming live on the Odyssey app of Friday. Football fiasco, SportsX Radio. Keep it right here. We're keeping an eye on that Edmonton L.A. game. Still 2-2, 5.50 to go third period. We wrap things up right after this. The Hoekster spinning some mellow music on a Friday football fiasco. KT rocking and rolling with Mark Hoke. Mark Hoke show Sunday morning coming up. Great professional wrestling show right here. 101.5 FM. Don streaming live on that Odyssey app. Do not forget Steiner's Pub. Uh, 624. That's June 24th. The 15th annual party bus trip to Dodger Stadium against the Houston Astros. So it should be a fun game. Got to be 21 or older. Deluxe motor coach. You got the beers and booze all the way to the game. Snacks and tickets to the game. All that stuff, 160 per person. That's a one-day party bus trip. It is well worth it. I've been on a bunch of those. Also, uh, do not forget about the uh, Steiners Golf Tournament. Second to none. A lot of fun. Shotgun format. A Royal Golf Club right there at Red, Mar- Red Rock. Beautiful golf course. It's Friday, May the 19th. Just get uh, several designated drivers. You'll need them all. And a couple designated putters as well. By the uh, 14th hole, you're going to need them all, I'm telling you. Unbelievable. Great time. 
uh, go to any of the three Steiners Pub locations and uh, get signed up. If you're a, you know somebody, one or two golfers, and you need to connect with a foursome, uh, get in there now, and they'll pair you up with somebody. But it's one ninety per person. I'm telling you, you will meet some great people. It is the most entertaining golf setup I've ever seen. The Happy Gilmore Hole, where you have to putt with the hockey stick. I mean, they got Roger Sachs has all these great setups there, and I'd say a good fourteen of the eighteen holes minimum are sponsored. Uh, by some type of uh, drinking extravaganza. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Ken, does it call for the old Billy Baru on that oh, putting? Oh, boy, I'm telling you. Oh, it Billy, a, Billy, Billy. <laughs> it, is, it is just classic. All right, we only have a few minutes left, though. Uh, oh, can, can I, can I issue a correction real quick? Go ahead. Because I, I said something about Hextall around 1980. That's incorrect. 87. That was 86-87 was his rookie year when he they lost to Edmonton in seven games. And the Flyers have lost seven Stanley Cups. Since they won those, by the way. Wow. That hurts, man. That is crazy. I saw them when I was younger win, lose four of them. Well, at least you get there. I mean, Rangers don't get there too often. Well, that's because they're not good. Well, they did <laughs> win in 94, so we got one uh, since you got one. So that's all that really matters. Yeah, I suppose. I, I'm, I'm feeling good. I, I got them at 12-1 to 1 to win this year, so I'm hoping. They might. I got the Knights at 9-1 to 1 way back when. Uh, probably could have got them higher, you know, later in the year, but... We'll see. They got a nice, uh, nice effort the other night, late in the game. Stone had the last two goals, so uh, we'll see game three tomorrow from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Looking forward to that. And a six-pack of Gatorade there for uh, Mr. At, Hope. At 1 o'clock, correct? That's right. 1 o'clock Pacific one, Standard one, Time. Yeah, 3, 3 p.m. There you go, Winnipeg Central. Time. That's 3 right. p.m., not 3 a.m. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, NFL draft. Though. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Raiders do. I don't know if they will trade down. You know, they got that seven spot, but, you know, they're going to rely on Garoppolo. Uh, we talked a little bit about your Eagles. I, I'm interested. Several of these quarterbacks, I do want to see if Hendon Hooker does go in that first round. Uh, some of the receivers I'm high on. I, I like this kid, Zay Flowers, a lot from Boston College. I liked him. Jordan Addison, of course, got to see him, the transfer from Pitt that went to USC. Quentin Johnson, he's not 6'4". They said he's 6'3", 208 when they actually uh, measured him and weighed him. Uh, we'll see where he goes. TCU had a real nice year. Sam Laporta, keep an eye on the tight end out of Iowa. Uh, he and Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, those are two of the best tight ends in the in the country, no question. Uh, let me see who else is on there. Uh, the Jackson Smith and Jigba, because he missed pretty much the whole year. He played just a, just a few downs for the Ohio State University last year. And as they were excelling, I'm sure he was just like, man, I want to be part of what we're doing here. And they darn near won the national championship, but uh, lost that game where Georgia came back, beat him by a point. Uh, but he was on the sidelines. But he's going to be he's going to be uh, a wanted commodity as far as wide receiver there in that first round. Also, the Buckeyes have Paris Johnson, really solid offensive tackle. I, I expect him to go in the top seven or eight. Uh, Bijan Robinson's the top running back that you hear uh, the youngster out of Texas actually heard a nice interview with him. Seems like a kid that's got everything together. And uh, we'll see on Richardson. Uh, again, it's going to take a couple of years to see how, how these guys pan out. But he's he's got all the tools as far as athleticism. Again, the accuracy is a problem now. But he hasn't played many games at the D1 level. Only played 13 games there for the Florida Gators. So we'll see if indeed he can pick things up. And then what about Jalen Hyatt? I mean, this kid... You know, wasn't even the number one on Tennessee wide receiver-wise. What does he do? He ends up leading the nation in uh, receiving yardage when the other receiver goes down. So we'll see where Jalen Hyatt goes, but I expect him to go in the first round as well. And uh, you're right on Skaronsky. I mean, that kid, uh, the offensive tackle for Northwestern, 
he's somebody that I expect to go in the top fifteen and top I, ten. I, yeah, I, I'll, I'd I'll put, tell you what, I'd if the Raiders on that right now, Raiders will have. Uh, boy, it's just it's going to be interesting because they they're you know a lot of people have them picking uh, Witherspoon uh, potentially as far as uh, secondary player. Uh, or Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, one of those two. But if they go the other route, you know, he could be somebody that they look at. And if they go offensive line, uh, you know, not just Skaronsky, Paris Johnson could be there as well at number seven with those quarterbacks going first. Who do you think real quick, uh, real quick before we get out of here, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, who does Carolina take if they hold on? Uh, they're taking, I think they're taking Bryce Young. I it sure seems like the odds are like minus 1,000 now Are they? that okay. he's going there, so. So somebody got the cat out of the bag. But I'd I'd probably take Stroud, to be honest with you. I was picking between the two. Hoking Casal on Monday, KT, back Tuesday. Till then, you know the rules. No drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. It's been SportsX Radio on a Friday football fiasco. Folks, really appreciate you. God bless. Archives up in a little bit. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Tuesday. They'll be back on Monday. Hoking Casal, God bless. Have a great weekend. Good night, everybody.